welcome to the Brand Clarity Podcast, hosted by Visions to Images and Susie Libertor. The Brand Clarity Podcast highlights several different topics, including entrepreneurship, franchises, and digital marketing trends. Visions to Images helps corporations and franchises with their branding, website, paid advertising, and digital marketing. Hello, everybody. Today I have on the podcast Richard Gould of Richard's Painting. He's the CEO and he's a franchisor. So I'm super excited to have him on and kind of talk about the journey and all the obstacles he's over- overcame in the franchise. Welcome, Rich. I'm, thr- I'm thrilled to be here to talk about my uh, experience uh, through painting, through franchising, and so many other things. So why don't you tell me kind of how you got started in this field first and foremost, and then we'll go from there. Well, to get started in the painting world, I was just a young kid. I never, uh, I dropped out of high school. I uh, went to work. One day I was, uh, I was out of work and I had a friend of mine who asked me if I wanted to go paint. And I said, okay, sure, let's go do that. Next thing I know, I end up taking the business over from somebody named Don, ran that business for quite a few years. And then I sold it. This was in New Jersey. And then I moved to North Carolina, started all over again from nothing. You know, one day I decided that I wanted to grow the business more than what I was doing, and I didn't really know how. So right. I chose fran- I chose franchising, which is a challenge in itself. If you don't know anything about it, it's uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a daunting task, I will say. But I thought I had something to offer. I thought I could, uh, you know, have people train them, teach them, you know, how to do painting, how to run a business successfully, how to make uh, good profits, how to how to have great customer service, provide a great experience. So far, that seems to be working out. So how long have you had this company? This is our third year franchising. Oh, and just franchising. How long? Okay, I just franchised. So, but I've been painting for, I'm I'm scared to say this, but uh, almost 30 years. Oh, wow. Well, I look quite young, um, even though nobody here can see me. But people always say, oh, wow, you've been doing this for 30 years already. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I started when I was 18, now 48. I love I, I love painting. I love everything about it. One of our slogans that you know we emphasize a lot is we just make people happy. Most of the times, most people their house is in bad condition, and we make it look better. They have a leak, we come in, we you know we fix it, make it look better. So all we ever do is make people happy. We get paid to do it, so it's it's not a bad deal. That's amazing, amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Tell me, I mean, you have a lot of locations from what I can see on your website. How many do you have total right now? We are up to 16 total locations, two company owned and 14 franchises. Gosh, you know, you talk about the franchising journey, you know, you start out in franchising and at least was my experience. I thought to myself, why did I do this to myself? Why did I decide to torture myself? But once you get through the pain of just getting the brand out there, getting people to know what it is, and, and then you get a few people that actually, you know, believe in you without anything really to back it up. And then they go out and make it successful. Then it becomes a little bit easier to sell. Then you have something that's a viable product that people want to participate in and and be a part of. Yeah. Now we've gotten to that point. The new goals are where do you go from here? Well, where do you go from here? What is that? Is (laughs) it's it's a relative thing, you know? I now they become more of a student of franchising itself. There's so many options out there, right? You see, when I got into franchising, I didn't know that all of a sudden there was going to be this big push for home services business you know, businesses in franchising where they're the, the outside world is seen or the franchising world is seen, wow, home service businesses can be very successful 
especially painting, because not that it's recession proof, but it's res- it's it's recession resistant, I like to say, because no matter what's going on, whether the economy is up or down, there is always a need for our service. You know, if somebody's moving or oh, it's been 15 years since the house was painted or their deck is, you know, in terrible shape, they want to make it look good. Maybe they might not spend top dollar when the economy is down, but they're still going to do it. So, you know, it's it's a matter of maintaining the, the level of service as you go on, which will help businesses like mine just succeed long term. What would you say was your biggest hurdle in either business or franchising? Like what is what was the one thing that was really hard for you? The number one thing I can tell you is realizing everybody's not me. And when you come to the fact and realizing yeah, this is what I would do, or this is how I would do it, or this is how I'm trying to teach you how to do it. Not everybody is me. You have to learn how to get the most out of whoever that person is. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And try to figure out ways to motivate them or to encourage them or to sometimes you got to kick them in the ass, right? You got to like sometimes do tough love to kind of get people motivated, to get them to focus. and. You don't want to be like that, but everybody's different. Some people you can handle peacefully and and say, hey, just do this. And I go, yeah, great. We're going to do it. Other people, they, I think they come into this uh, buying a franchise. And I think a lot of people have this problem. They think that they're just going to buy a franchise and all of a sudden they're going to become millionaires, right? Like it's just going to wake up one day and wow, this is just, you know, I just bought this. So I should be making lots of money already. And yes, you can make money and yes, you can be successful. But at the end of the day, you have to put the work in, have to make great decisions. You can't, you can't spend more money than you're making, right? You can't hire more people than you need. You can't make bad decisions and think that, well, it's okay. It'll just work out anyway. So, but that's also, even though that could be a challenge, it's also uh, rewarding. An example is we had a franchisee who was started off really good and they're kicking butt and they're doing really good. The next thing you know, they're like, it felt like they quit. They stopped. Well, because they're happy and they thought, oh, this is great. It's all working. And then they, you know, and and they stopped doing all the things that they were supposed to do. And then it, then it was like, oh, I don't think this works in my area. And I'm like, and and you're like, wait a second. So it worked three months ago, but not now. And and so that's one of those things where you're like, hey, they're insinuating that, oh, this isn't working. And then you say, well, I hear you, but have you done A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, right? Have you done all these things? And they're like, well, kind of, not really. And, and then and you're like, okay. And so you have these meetings and, and then what makes me happy, I guess, is that after the meeting, they, I guess they have this aha moment and realize maybe I need to listen. Maybe I need to do what they're telling me to do. And then all of a sudden you get a message and, and you're like, man, I wish I would have listened to you sooner. And that's gratifying. You know, that's really what for me in franchising anyway, is what it's all about. You know, yes, you want to make money. Yes, you want to have successful business and have great franchisees. But seeing people grow, you know, in business and personally is much more gratifying than making money to me. Yeah, I mean, I've grown over the years for sure in in business as a person, etc. And, you know, that's, it, it just happens naturally a lot of times because we hit those blocks and we need to overcome them. I like how you said put the work in though. Like that's that's the hardest thing sometimes because people don't want to put in the work like you're saying. And they might think, oh, I can just make money overnight. Oh, I put all this money in and it's going to work. Like, right. So like, and I think part of that is generations. I don't know if you work with different ranges of generations, but like some people 
might adapt better, whereas other people, maybe the younger generations are like, oh, it'll just come to me, right? And they don't want to put in the work necessarily. And the older generation knows what hard work is. And so they're like, oh, I'm going to do everything I need to do. And I follow instructions and I, I follow the rules, etc. That's kind of interesting how I looked at what you said too, because I've seen so many business owners say, well, this person isn't following the things because they're a millennial or whatever. And they know all about social media. They know all about TikTok and they're trying their own things. And, and then they come back, no, it's not working. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you got to put in the work, but you also have to put in the right work. What really can be strategized? And as a franchisor, you give them those tools, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like you give them those tools and say, hey, we've proven that these things work. Granted, it changes here and there, but we've given you all the tools that you need. So just do it. <laughs> well, you, you you would think it would be that simple, but I'm amazed more by you have an FDD, you have an operations manual, you have all these things that, that you give out to people and, and, and forget all, even all that you go through training, you know, you, you, you do all these things step by step by step. And I was, you know, I'm always surprised by when you give people uh, a task or whatever that might be. And they're like, well, you never told me to do that. You've never said to do this. And I'm like, well, okay. And so I'm pretty proud of a few things. One, we have a very diverse, you know, we, you know, with our 14 franchisees, diverse, we have women, we have minorities, we have older, younger, all different types of people. We haven't necessarily have one particular type of person. And so that gives me a lot of a training myself. Like, you know, I'm still learning how to be a great franchisor, right? Forget about them being franchisees and 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 running a painting business and stuff like I'm still learning my job, right? Like how what where am I most needed? What am I what are my skills, you know, to help people and be successful? How do I hire the right people to help them? You know, so even as our franchise grows, you know, they're I, I'm also in the same boat as them as I am, you know, learning myself. It's a very gratifying experience. Um, I don't wish it on the faintest of heart. You have to be tough. When you get to a road and you think to yourself, is it worth going on? In most businesses, you know, I always, I have this picture on the wall. It's a, you know, this is probably a famous thing where the guy's digging through the tunnel and he's digging and digging and digging. And he's been digging for a long time. And he, and, and the picture shows he's a foot from the outside of the wall and he gives up and turns around. For me, it's the same thing. Like realizing as long as you're passionate about it, you believe in yourself, you know, you have something to offer. Don't ever give up. Right. You know, you got you got to see it, you know, see it all the way to the end and not allow yourself to be doubting yourself. And that's uh, that's something that not only I try to live by, but, you know, try to teach others. That's some great motivation right there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I felt yeah. like turning around. Any business owner goes through that phase. Anybody, even a franchisee, a franchise or anybody like business owner, no matter what they go through it. Hey there, I want to interrupt this episode with a quick message. If you're listening to this podcast episode and want to learn about branding your franchise or small business, then go to brandingbridge.com. That's branding-bridge.com. Okay, so my next question to you is marketing. Let's talk about your marketing. What has been the most effective way for you? Well, we are we are an anomaly when it comes to home service brands and marketing. We do a very, if I told you that our average franchisee only spends $500 a month on our marketing, most people think I'm lying and they can't believe that that's true. 
But what I figured out in all my years of hiring other companies to do marketing, there was such a disconnect between the person who was in charge of the ads, the person who was in charge of social media, the person in charge of this, writing blogs, doing all this stuff that nobody ever focused on actually getting calls, getting leads. And I have found out that that that's the most important part is getting the lead. We don't use uh, the biggest thing is we don't use any lead referral services. We don't use Home Advisor, uh, Angie's List, Thumbtack, any of those. And there's lots of reasons. One, the biggest reason is because uh, basically they're very expensive. That's the first thing. Secondly, not only every time you get a lead, you're competing with four or five people every single time. So what's why would you want to go sp- pay somebody else to go compete against them? We do a combination of uh, Google, Google AdWords, uh, Facebook, uh, Nextdoor, you know, very local marketing because our territories are smaller, like, you know, our Richard's painting, but like we're your neighborhood painter, right? So you know, our stuff is more about being in a smaller community, a smaller area so that we get a much, so we want to be the big fish in a small pond. Um, You know, we also do traditional old school marketing, I'll call it, where, you know, it's guerrilla marketing, where you're out putting signs out, putting door hangers out, setting postcards, you know, getting in front of people with your faith. Social media is a, is a, is a tool, right? And, and, and you got to use all the tools in your toolbox, you know? So what we do is a combination of everything. Right. You know, and so that's really where our success comes from. And for me, I have found that the more money you spend, yes, you're going to get more leads theoretically, but the quality of those leads are end up being very low. And so we have found that, you know, just getting the right leads is more important than too many. And plus our businesses, we're not looking for a franchisee to come out and do a million dollars your first year. You know, typically our franchisees, are doing, you know, anywhere from 200,000 to $300,000 in their first year. We're starting on a small scale and we we like to grow organically. Hopefully within 5 years, you know, you can turn that business into a million dollar a year business. That's really our goal for each location. And with our profit margins being between 25 and 35%, you know, when I say that's not gross profit, that's net profit margins, you know, that's our goal is to be, you know, 25 to 35% you can be very successful uh, and not have to hedge a this word scale. You know, I don't know if you ever heard it before, you know, but a lot of people love to use it. Um, it's like the number we want to be, oh, I want to scale it, you know, and, and, and I'm like, okay, you can scale your business. The problem with scaling to me, when people say that, it always comes back to, it's almost like they start this business to not be involved in their own business, right? Like it's like they want to scale it because they want to keep, yeah, want to hire people, do these things and hire this and spend more money. Okay. But like you, you end up getting away from your own business. You forgot why you even started it. For us, you know, that's just not our model. You know, yes, I'm scaling Richard's painting, but I'm using a small, small business mindset more than a scaling mindset where, you know, I want these people to cultivate relationships, you know, and be the go-to painter wherever they are. And, and, and our customers like to see the owner. They like to see the person in charge. And that's really important. Yeah. I mean, anytime I hire a contractor, they are going to be local to me and I want to see them. I want to know who they are. I want to Google them. I want to review them. I want to see them. Um, Right. And so that's definitely part of the local marketing. And I, and I agree with everything you said. I always tell my clients, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Facebook can go down tomorrow, whatever. There's a million things, right? That can happen. The postcards, the door hangers, all of that. Like, of course, do those things because that's what's going to help you show up locally too. Next door, love it. Like all of the pieces, it's all, it all flows and works together. Somebody might see you on the postcard and then next they know they see you on Facebook ads now because 
whatever, that's how they work and they target people. Oh, yeah. And and now they're like, oh, I got that card. Now I should call them, right? Because it takes <laughs> it takes a customer probably three to five times before they convert. They have to see you. One of the things about marketing, I like to say, the biggest thing in marketing is changing with the times, just like anything. Exactly. Like you you have to you have to recognize when things are changing and where people are going. Like our customer base, believe it or not, is more 50 or older, right? Those are the people who are paying us. Those are the ones who are, have a little bit more disposable income, have had experience hiring contractors before. They've had bad experiences. They're willing to, to pay us a little premium because they know we're going to show up on time. They know we're going to do a good job, you know, and they trust us, you know, so that's our, you know, our main customer base. But at the same time, I also know that people in 20s, 30s and, and 40s are going to need us also one day, right? And so you have to start to be planning ahead. How are you going to attract those customers? So by the time they get to the point where they want to hire you, they already know us and it's going to be much more comfortable for them to hire us. Yeah, I agree with all of that 100%. So my last question to you is, if somebody's looking to either A, be a franchisor or B, be like a franchisee, what advice would you give them for somebody that's just starting off and considering it? Well, first, as a franchisor, I would definitely say you should talk to many people in franchising before you start to franchise, right? Don't just uh, wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to franchise today and think it's going to go smoothly. Because in, in this business, I have, you know, I've come to notice there are just like anything in business, anything in the world, forget about just franchising. There's good people, there's bad people, there's people that are going to help you, there's people that are going to take advantage of you. So the more people that you can talk to, you can find out which path to go and divert yourself from the negative part of, of the franchising. That's as a franchisor. Now, as a franchisee, it's almost the same thing. You want to make sure, which I try to always ask you know, new prospective franchisees, do you see yourself doing this business for 20 years or 30 years? Is this something you want to do? Right. Because if you're passionate about it and you enjoy it and you like it, you're much more likely to be successful. I have a small problem with many franchises in our industry where on their paperwork, it literally says, if you don't like painting, that's okay." And I think to myself, why would I want a painting business? Why would I want to have a hamburger place? Why would I want, you know, anything if I didn't like it or I didn't have any interest in it? So I, I want people who really are passionate about it and want to run a successful painting business because they that, that's what they want to do, not just because they think they're going to make a bunch of money by doing it, which you can do. And everybody is, you know, that we have on our system so far is, is successful, but I think they're successful because they really have a passion for it, not just because they woke up one day, read an article and said, oh, painting is the way to go. That's that's kind of my advice. You know, really find a passion for what you want on top of the numbers. Yeah, I mean, you have to love what you do, period, and or can see the big picture, right, in order to do it. It doesn't matter if you're the CEO of the company, like the franchisee, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to have to paint, or I don't know anything about painting. You're going to run into problems for for your employees and everybody. You have to know something to some extent and be passionate about it, 100%. Well, thank you so much for being on. If anybody wants to learn more about you, what's your? how can they find you? Well, the easiest way is to uh, visit richardspaintingfranchising.com. I'm still at the stage where I directly contact every single prospective franchisee. So if you if, if you like what you hear now, then uh, then you should reach out and uh, give us a call. Go to the website, fill out the form, and, and you know I'll contact you. Still at that stage, I haven't hired anybody yet to, 
to do that. So that, that's kind of what a lot of people are attracted to because while the world of brokers and all those things that are out there, um, you know, I think a lot of people really, re- you know, like the fact that they talk to the owner because I can answer many questions right away without having to go through a third party. Also, our regular website for, you know, for painting, which you can also get there for franchising is richardspainting.net. It's a little bit easier. And there's a link there for the franchising also. If you're looking to get something painted or pressure washed or deck stained, whatever that might be, kitchen cabins painted, reach out to richardspainting.net. Check for a location near you. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. There's a lot of great stuff on here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody, for listening in on today's Brand Clarity episode with Susie Libertor. Two things. First and foremost, please, if you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave some positive reviews. Also, don't forget to sign up or stop sending your customers to the competition and get my insider secrets to compelling branding that converts. You can find that at branding-bridge.com. It's a free workbook for you to check out right now all of the branding techniques and strategies that I use for my paying clients.